Hello and welcome to Idritcast. This is a cluster episode for season nine, episode five, Dog Dean Afternoon, and season nine, episode six, Heaven Can't Wait. Cast. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hey! And uh, you heard at the top, one of our experts, Bianca. Hello! And we're also joined by other expert, Annie. Hi! And our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And we're all back. Uh, uh, hopefully going to be seamless for everyone who's listening, because I, I held off on releasing a couple episodes, but uh, but it has been a little while. But uh, we're on the case for this thing. Yay! Back and better than ever. We're yeah. still going. We're still, still watching. It's still, <laughs> it's still on, too. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh, y'all, I, um, I was listening to another podcast, and randomly the, the guest was a writer for Supernatural, and I totally got spoiled. But I'm like, it's so far in the future, I don't even care. I was like, whatever, oh, let her no. let her go. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm not gonna remember. It's fine. I, I, I remembered after the fact, like like months, like like weeks after the fact that I was spoiled on Booger, and then I, then I, uh, Curtis Armstrong, because I had heard Curtis Armstrong, and he didn't talk too much about Supernatural, but he did talk about how, yeah, I did the I did that string of episodes of Supernatural. I was like, oh, okay, I'll forget that, and I did. And you did, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, today, we're, we're early early season nine yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we've, I, I think we have... Uh, someone's going to tell us uh, what uh, what Dog Dean Afternoon is about? Oh, yeah. Uh, 905 Dog Dean Afternoon is the one with the dog voice. Right, it's the one that's like Dr. Doolittle, basically, but with Dean instead of Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Or Rex Harrison, if you wish. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then, uh, well, should we talk about this full episode and then... Yeah, we'll go ahead. Okay. All right. So, the one with the dog voice, slash Dr. Doolittle. (laughs) (laughs) What were y'all's favorite parts? Oh, I, I, I liked I liked Manimal. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> I especially liked him when he when he had his chameleon powers working. That was fun. Oh yeah, like the it like reminded it me of wall. like the, the the critter in uh, what's that silly Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like German Shepherds, so this was definitely a win on that end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. I wish. I mean, I would be down with like a talking dog being added to like the main cast. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I goof. I like Dean playing fetch without realizing it, and and having yes. an argument with a pigeon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fetch bit was really good. 
Um, because like the first, I, I caught it the first time he did it. And then I was like, wait, how long does this go on for? I can't remember. And he just keeps <laughs> doing it. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, the, the freaky yes. little dog. <laughs> Who is the voice of that Yorkie? Cause it was so familiar. Oh, I don't know. I thought it sounded like that. Uh, he's like an, uh, that actor, Leslie. Oh, I can't think of it. Well, let me just mm, do, do, do. Let's find out. Yeah, I was actually really um, preoccupied. I thought that the the bad guy in this episode was um, Clifford, the manager from Spice World. <laughs> I thought it was. Is it not? It's not. Oh, damn. Because <laughs> it, it bothered me enough that I was like, I'm looking this up. And it wasn't him. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I went through half the episode and I was like, wait, how is this a different person? Okay, so the Yorkie is Leslie Jordan, gay icon. Oh, okay. So that's very exciting. I'm glad it was him. Leslie Jordan. Oh, okay. And did, Dar- did Darcy, did you just ask what is Spice World? Yes. She kind of did. Oh, no, it's the best. I don't either. <laughs> Y'all, it's one of my favorite movies. It's the, so good. Uh, yeah. Um, it is the Spice Girls movie where they are totally in on every single joke that they make about themselves. It is an extravaganza of 90s fashion. And just, it's, it's great. It's fabulous. It's very yeah. comfy. <laughs> well, those are back in, so you can just wear them right now. Actually, they I are. Yeah, so sadly, uh, what's his name? I already forget the actual character's name from the supernatural episode uh he is not clifford uh let's see his who's the evil guy is it dylan camrose i'm looking at it i guess i told i thought it was the guy from spice world and i was just like oh it's that guy okay (laughs) i was like whatever i don't have to look that up yeah I mean, I, this, so this episode did not feel like an episode of Supernatural. It was just very silly, um, just like high camp. And I liked that. So for me, that was a win. That's kind of nice to have one of those every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, it was just pure nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very silly. What about you, Paul? Oh, I, well, I already said the chameleon man, animal, the chem- chameleon part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are we ready to move on to our lows? I, I guess. So. All right. I, I couldn't watch the kitties. <gasps> oh, my God. That was oh, mine, yeah. too. I don't want to see that. I think I didn't watch that either. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Darcy averted her eyes, and I, I, I told her when, when the, the last of the cat was gone. <laughs> yeah, no, I can watch people getting disemboweled all day, but I don't want to watch oh. a cat get eaten. Oh, uh-uh. Yeah, I have, I, have, I have munching kitties as the... Uh, I love, I love kitties and puppies so much. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. I agree. I couldn't handle the sexy poodle. 
Oh, that was so stupid. That moment. (laughs) That's my low point, too. (laughs) It's like, really? Really? (laughs) We're all really in agreement on that one. Yeah. We don't like cats being eaten. We do not like sexy poodles. Well, because it also just, like, takes that joke to a totally different level of just, like, what are you doing? Like, it's not even... It's not even the, the actual dog. Like, if the German Shepherd was like, hey, look at this babe, like, that would be a different kind of joke. But, like, the fact that Dean is salivating <laughs> over the yeah. dog. If, if the dog if the dog pointed it out and Dean reacted and then reacted to his reacting to it. Exactly. So if the dog pointed it out and he was like, oh, hey, yeah, wait a second. Yeah, That's but funny. they didn't. They didn't. They just had him lustily looking at that a dog. <laughs> yeah, just like, come on, bro. <laughs> right. Which, of course, poodles are beautiful creatures, but we don't need that. Yeah, I saw some fantastic poodles at, on the dog show that aired over Thanksgiving. Oh, watch that too. <laughs> well, whiskey the whip it. The whip it. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like, I hate it. It looks like a mini greyhound. It looks like it's it's too skinny. It's dead. And I was like, it's the winner, mom. Shut up. What kind of whippet is it? Whippet good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, what was yeah. the other low point I had? Well, finding out that the dude isn't actually Clifford. That actually yeah. <laughs> made me Aww. sad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a bummer for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Not that memorable. Because uh, we didn't actually learn anything important in this episode, right? No. Yeah. All right. Well, anybody, that's that. Anybody have a quote from it? Um, maybe. I just have, uh, I just have root rope. I'm, I'm pulling it up now to see if I have any. I didn't, uh, I have no idea where I put the actual couple things I wrote down because this was a while ago. Um, ooh, I have a quote for the next one. All right. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Um. Oh, actually, this was funny. Uh, Dean says, "Hey, you know her? Who wears sunglasses inside? Blind people and douchebags." <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. the the callback is when they're like, "Well, someone sprayed us this mace, so now we look like total assholes because we have to wear sunglasses inside." <laughs> it was like that was funny. Yeah, I like that the show didn't just totally crap on those characters and they actually turned out to be decent people. That's right, they adopted yeah. the yeah. Yes, I'm very glad the dog got adopted. I was very worried about what they were going to do with the dog. Yeah. Sure. Not that I thought they were going to kill it. I just was like, oh, they're going to abandon it and we're never going to hear about it again and we're not even going to know what happens. Yeah. What happened with the other dog? The other dog with the... Prison break. Huh? Oh... Uh, I guess they're just like running around the town free, which well, is other. also not great. Dogs. No, I was no, you're talking about, about the, the Sam and, and Sam what's her and name's dog. dog. Oh, just gone. It's just disappeared. Just gone. She still has the dog. She still has it. 
Yeah, I guess she's still with Sam's person. Yeah, there's something I really want to say about that. Oh. <laughs> what do you no, think? Don't tell us. Okay, okay. I'm going to give my, my best quote. I'm going to do my the best I can here. This is okay. uh, Dean talking to the mailman. Hey, 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 you! <laughs> hey, hey, you! That's pretty good, Eddie. That is very good. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because that's exactly what I imagine my dogs are saying when they're like yelling at the mailman. I think I think Missy's more like, "Why are you touching my door? You're touching my door. Why are you touching my door?" That's what she says. Yeah. Oh boy. So, is there? uh, Can we say that somebody actually wins this? Oh my God, Dean. He talks to animals. I wish. (laughs) I guess that's true. He talks to animals. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, what actually is gained here? But that's true. That would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be so cool. And also, Sam, like, Sam doesn't really know he's, like, being used (laughs) by that dog. Oh my gosh, Supernatural Wiki, the list of characters for this, has Gay Yorkie listed as a character. Gay icon, the Yorkie. Cannot believe. (laughs) Oh my god. Wait, apparently this is recurring? What? What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, there's another gay Yorkie? I can't wait. Well, That's a spoiler I can get behind. No, according to Supernatural Wiki, there are four episodes. It says Dean has a recurring relationship with Yorkies throughout the series. Episode, uh, season one, episode 22. Huh? Season four, episode six. No. Season six, episode one. I remember that one. <laughs> uh, it's a gin. Yes. Season six episode is a gin thing. He's startled by a dog belonging to his neighbors. Yep. And Lisa says, "Did you almost shoot a Yorkie?" Yep. Uh, well, damn. Oh, and, the, oh, and, the, you, and the, the dog in yellow fever was a Yorkie, right? Yes. He. That's when Dean has ghost sickness. Yes. And he sees a dog, and he like screams a funny scream. Yeah. Um, and then season one. Is, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's the uh, Devil's Trap episode, right? Good job! Yes. Damn! Somebody knows <laughs> stuff. But the Yorkie in it, I have no idea. The uh, they're trying to get into an apartment building where Papa Winchester is being held by demons. Right. Okay. They set off a fire alarm, and Dean says to one of the firemen, "Well, I've got a Yorkie upstairs, and he pees when he's nervous." Oh. Oh, wow. wow, the writers really like Yorkies. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, the final entry on the Yorkie page is, is this episode, Dog Dean Afternoon. Oh, man. But I just, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe that Gay Yorkie was a hyperlink that led to another page. So <laughs> I had to share that with all of you. <laughs> well, we don't know the orientation of any of the rest of the Yorkies. No, we do not. <laughs> We right. That's what I was like. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's that on that. Um. 
Ratings? Yeah, we're at ratings. Yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna up my rating because well, I rated it before I saw the next one, which oh boy, snoozer. Um, <laughs> 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 Opinion spoiler. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna up my rating. I originally had gone with six out of ten, but I'm I'm gonna give it a seven point five out of ten gizzards. Gizzards? <laughs> gizzards. Isn't that lizards? Uh, it was gizzards. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I know. I liked it a lot. I, I I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I you know it's, it wasn't like a perfection episode, but I'll give it uh, eight out of ten sexy poodles, which which I did come up with, and I it's written here. It was. I came up with that a couple <laughs> yeah. <of> weeks ago. <laughs> uh, huh? I think. I'll say six and a half out of ten evil chefs with bad fashion sense. For sure. You really do. Annie, what do you have? Um, this one, it's it's fun. It's a you know, decent monster of the week. Uh, it's very, very silly, but not actually you know, very good. So, um, I, and I'm, I'm going to go back. Oh, this is me being a gigantic dork. So I'm going to go back just a little bit to make my joke. Um, do you remember <laughs> the beginning of the episode when they're first, uh, they're investigating the, um, the death of the taxidermist. He's yeah. doing taxidermy uh, game of Thrones animals. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give it six out of 10 Baratheon Kings. <laughs> <laughs> It worked, it worked, it worked. <laughs> so I like this episode. It didn't feel like an episode of Supernatural. It just felt real silly. I mean, it did feel like Dr. Doolittle. It was just dumb. So I gave it an 8 out of 10 vegan gluten-free bakeries. Uh, so that gives this episode a 7.2, which is pretty good. That's good, yeah. It's above average. There you go. Yeah. Which then pulls us into 9-6, Heaven Can't Wait. And what's that one about? That is the one with the pink mist crime scenes. I thought it was the one where Cass works at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> True. Those, those things. <laughs> oh boy. I liked, I, wow. I liked the the human Cass story thread in general. Just uh, just the the human side of all the things that he was doing. I liked I liked it. I mean, I, I, if it, if it was a whole episode about human cast, I don't know, but uh, that was the best part for me. Uh, my high was Dean telling Cass to unbutton his shirt. Hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, this this is fun. I think I just like seeing Castiel not in that schlumpy ass trench coat. You know, he's not like a bad looking guy, but that, you know, his, his costume is just not for me. So I was like, oh, look, there's a person under there. Yeah, I think it worked for an initial look, yeah. like introducing the character, but the fact that it carried on for so many seasons and was like a, a thing was weird. I guess I thought it was it was kind of funny that he didn't know what to do with a baby. 
Yeah. That's my singing. Singing to the baby was the cute. Yeah. Yeah, not sure where 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 he uh, became a greatest American hero fan along the way, but uh, it might be only. I read a little bit of trivia earlier that said he was originally scripted to sing "Highway to Hell" to the baby. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so good. (laughs) Yeah, I would have liked that. Uh, What made them change it? Probably just the optics on singing highway to hell to a baby <laughs> yeah. there were probably a lot of younger watchers that were like hey that's george's answering machine <laughs> fox was pretty into trent Reznor at that age yeah he was a nine inch nails fan for sure for sure we would we'd blast that for putting him worked out what what in the world is george <laughs> what no trent Reznor. trent Reznor. <laughs> Hi, George Tramer. I'm not sure what a George Tramer is. Wait, what was it again? He's got headphones on. Trent Trent Reznor. R-E-Z-N-O-R. Nine Inch Nails just played like four shows here in a row. It's kind of crazy. They played like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Um, And I don't know why they played so many, but it's like all anybody on my Facebook was talking about for like days on end. <laughs> I only saw, I only ever saw them once uh, at uh, Lollapalooza '91. You saw them early. Yeah. I used to live down the street from Trent Reznor, so I've seen him personally like a bunch of times. Oh my gosh, that's so um, wow. He's so tiny. He's like I don't know. It's like five five or five six or something. He's so little. Um, it's really funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I would see him at, like, there's, like, a little coffee shop, like, around the corner from where I lived, and he would be in there, like, all the time, like, drinking a Diet Coke. Hey, Fox. <laughs> Fox, you don't like that song anymore? Are you listening? What song is it called? I, it's not a, specific, uh, not a specific song. I know it wasn't Closer, and don't look up Closer right now. Yeah, don't look up. <laughs> 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 My parents I'm trying to think of what's appropriate. When they were moving from one place to another, and uh, Closer was in my my like mix that I played all the time, like blasted really loud while I was cleaning the house. <laughs> so I would be upstairs, and the music was downstairs, and that song would come on, and I would have to drop what I was doing <laughs> right downstairs. <laughs> At least that first verse is fairly long. Yeah, yeah. it gives you some time to get down there. Okay, so, uh, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're probably ready to move on to Lowe's. This is, yeah, I was just going to say, this is how interested we are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my low point is it felt like it was a writer's room decision. Like, I don't know if we can get a full episode out of that. Oh, I don't know if we can get a full episode out of that either. Well, let's just kind of put that one with that one and, and stitch it together. Not and my your chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs> Not that good. Not that good. If it it melted like that, if it melted like a a Reese's peanut butter cup, then we'd be all set. Yeah, uh, well, it didn't. (laughs) So, but yeah, and then then not only did they they not stitch together very well, I didn't feel like any of them was really going very anywhere, really. No, I'm like, what is happening with Crowley? Like, he's just hanging out, and then Abaddon was back for like a second, and then we had the tablets. I'm just like, oh my god, y'all, I don't even care anymore. Like, just get on with it. And even like this episode's antagonist of the week was like, oh, it's a writ 
you know, ripped zine. Like, it's it's just laughable in the moment. It's like, it's an angel who wants to blah, 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 blah. And our, <laughs> our production department had a bunch of pink spray paint. So, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> let's try to integrate <laughs> that in order to... We are making. <laughs> <laughs> let's try it. Like, it's just... Like, you wonder if you're supposed to be laughing at it, but then you're not. So... Yeah. Yeah. This was this was a a wash and dishes episode for me. Yeah. I had a it's an enormous uh sensitive disbelief problem with the just the total idiocy of some of the people in this episode. Like I, you know, like Dean should know. I mean it it's not a giant leap of logic to realize that Cass has no idea how to function in the human world and he has no uh, nowhere to live and no money and you know he's all telling telling Cass you know if she says you know she wants to go Dutch she's lying which is sexist but also you know yeah. how mm-hmm. is Cass supposed to pay for a date like it's like that assumption really just annoyed me because it's so like if you think about it for a second like it doesn't make any sense and also the way the lady asked him to babysit there's no way she thought that sounded like a babysitting offer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, why would you ever ask somebody to babysit without actually saying babysit? Right. Or, or even child. I have a baby. <laughs> right. Just something that makes you realize what you're going there for. Yeah. Tanya never cries. <laughs> Sorry if that was a quote. Till mommy needs <laughs> <laughs> to end of quotes, I think. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let's get a quote. <laughs> Annie, I know you have at least one. Um, well, I, I have a couple, but one of them I'm not sure if um, if it's actually you know repeatable in a PG audience. Because what's a skanger? I don't know. <laughs> I love British insults, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know how bad that is, so I hope I should repeat it. Sometimes it's what all context. Scare? You gank Tristan. <laughs> I mean, if they said it on the CW, I guess it's okay. Um, it is a derogatory term for a person, mainly in Ireland, roughly equivalent to the British chav. Okay, chav's not too. Oh. Okay. So they wear Nikes, Reeboks, or Adidas shell suits and trainers, and a Burberry cap tilted at a particular angle. Oh, okay. That means it's very specific, but okay. <laughs> so it's it's a classist term from the UK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with ganky putrescent skanger then, because it it's <laughs> okay. So my quote is "baby crying," and Cass says, "Please don't." <laughs> Which is also how I would approach a crying baby. Stop now. Don't do, Thank don't you. Do that. <laughs> Uh, I like uh, when Dean is visiting Cass and he says, wow, you went from fighting heavenly battles to nuking taquitos. And he goes, yep, nachos too. He's like (laughs) so proud. I think it's just like really his acting in this whole exchange. (laughs) He's so, he's so proud of like how dignified his new work is. And the lines aren't really that funny without 
you seeing him deliver them. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of my quote. This was not a very quotable one. No. no. Uh, does one of these boys win this episode? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I kind of feel like Dean did stuff. I said Sam because he got uh, Crowley to cooperate. I got nothing. Nobody. But really, that was more Abaddon. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I will. I would say nobody also. Paul, what do you, let's I, say yeah. I, like I said, I had Dean. I had Dean because I thought he, he got things done out of everybody. But uh, I suppose. I suppose well, okay. that means Dean wins. No, it gives it three nobodies: one Dean, one Sam. Oh, which shoot. means we got a tie. More and more, we end up with Ty. We do. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it gets murkier. Well, does that mean they just have really great teamwork? Is that what that's about? Not on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we have for ratings, kids? Uh, oh. I, I wasn't fond of it. I gave it a four out of ten. Dates that aren't with you. <laughs> I was really not wow. Wow, um, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think I even fell asleep. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some of this you're talking about. I think I, t- I you might have. Miss it. But anyway, I'm gonna give it um two out of ten Pepto Bismol mist parts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brutal. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, Darcy, I had it. I had my rating as four out of ten cans of pink spray paint. <laughs> there you go. Candy, what you got? Um, human cast gives this episode like a whole two extra points for me. I love human cast, and I think he's going through some really important. Uh, at lessons in empathy right now that he's never really, you know, been able to under, you know, to comprehend humanity before and the total helplessness of it. And it's just cute. And it's, you know, I'm a sucker for a, a cute guy with a baby. So I'm giving it seven out of 10 awful lunchroom breakups. Oh. Right, so I gave it, I thought it was boring, a four out of 10 cuneiforms. Ooh, nice. Gives this 4.2. We lost Bianca. Oh, no. Okay. Let's, we'll wait let's see if we can get her back. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Hello? Yeah, you're there you are. Back. Okay. Excellent. No, she's gone again. No, she's not. Just kidding. <laughs> That's a cool word. Cuneiform. Oh, my gosh. Cuneiform. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what that was. You're back. <laughs> 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 When I just rejoined, it was total silence, and then you all went, hey, and then it went boop, and disconnected again. <laughs> okay, uh, is it time for me to say something else? I don't know <laughs> where we left off. <laughs> all right, so we're at 4.2 is our average for the episode. I think that's fair. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and just for the record, my entire four points, Annie, is for the cast part. Right. Yeah, same. The rest, I was <laughs> the rest of it's kind of crap time. about this. But, you know, it's just like... There's not enough for me to to rate it any higher. Um, yeah. Um, I don't even know if we really got feedback for this. I know that I did get a get a request out. 
Um, we'll just I should double probably check take a peek sure here nobody, uh, so I don't uh, yeah, see. ditch anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, did you see the Architectural Digest article that I posted? I no. I had a chance to look at it, but I saw that it was there this morning. It's about Jensen and Daniil's home. Oh. Is it nice? Uh, <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Nice. I do like an old house. Same, Paul. Same. It's very hard for me to get excited about new construction. I'm always just like, uh, oh, I see one comment yeah, by that, Nutty. Yeah, Nutty just says, in case I forget to react, I love Dog Dean Afternoon. Dean being Dr. Doolittle is too much fun. Okay. Yes, Dr. Doolittle. Okay. Great mind thinking alike there. That's right. There you go. Okay. Uh, so uh, what is our uh, our homework for next week? Uh, that would be uh, Season 9, Episode 7, Bad Boys, and Season 9, Episode 8, Rock and a Hard Place. Hmm, I feel like I'm going to like one of those. I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just an inkling that I have. Just a hunch. All right, well, uh, until next time, then, I think we'll just say happy hunting. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. You've been listening to Idgitcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash Idgitcast. We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to, even as I speak, is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgitcast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com.